I have a priest friend who is telling me about how he struggles with certain intrusive thoughts while he hears confessions. Specifically, when people who suffer from scrupulosity uh, confess to him, he always gets this thought in his head that he should say, have you ever considered maybe trying harder? (laughs) Which is hilarious. (laughs) Because this is... uh, the presupposition that most of us take when we think about sins and the Christian life. It has to do with willpower, with trying harder. And if you keep sinning and keep falling into the same sins, well, you just need to try harder. And people will say this. Just imagine talking to Peter, who who sinks into the water in today's gospel. Peter, you didn't try hard enough. You need to want it more. When you wake up in the morning, look in the mirror and know that you are someone who can walk on the water. This is totally ridiculous. The problem of life and the problem of the Christian life, which is the same thing, is not a problem of willpower, but a problem of being with God. The problem of recognizing Christ. We see this because we see in children. Children don't have a problem with scruples. They don't wake up thinking, I I need to be a good person today. They wake up thinking, I need to be loved today. And if they can be loved, then they can be themselves. And that's what they want. We don't really want to be good. We want to be with the beloved. But to do so, we have to learn to recognize him. Now, how do we recognize God? How do we recognize the beloved? Well, we can see just from the first reading. There's the wind, the earthquake, the fire. Yeah? In other words, we pay attention. We pay attention to the things that happen to us, that go, that go on around us. We pay attention and we make a judgment about them. No, the Lord's not here. This isn't the Lord. This isn't the Lord. And then finally, in the whisper, huh? seems unexpected, a little bit maybe paradoxical that the Lord would come in this way, which is true also, by the way, that Christ always comes in a way that's surprising. Because if it weren't, It would just be the reaffirmation of the thoughts in our head. So God, it's one of the marks of his presence. God always comes and surprises us and wakes us up in a particular way. So here, oh, God, God is in the whisper. We see in the boat, Peter seeks to verify the truth of the presence of Christ through a challenge. Well, if it is you, let me come and walk on the water. Now, oftentimes in the Christian community, as I understand it, we say you should not challenge God. Yeah, this is like don't don't make. But we should make a distinction here. This is not the placement of an ultimatum on Jesus. Well, Jesus, if if you don't call me to walk on the water and if this isn't exactly the way I think, well, then it's not really you. As if we say to God, God, if if I wake up tomorrow and there's not a brand new Ferrari in my driveway, then you're not real. Give me my Ferrari. No, this would be superficial. But we can say, Jesus, if you are real, well then give me life. Give me the gift of the Holy Spirit. Help me, send me friends to allow me to live the Christian life. God wants to be with us. And he wants us to be convinced of the truth of his presence. So he will answer us. He will fulfill as long as we remain open to the way that God wants to do that. Because God who made us for happiness 
and fulfillments uh, does so in a way that never corresponds totally with our imagination. That is why, my friends, that God made us the way he made us, with our capacity for reason, with our body, even with our emotions. All of these things, all of them are simply tools to use to discover the truth of who God is. We're like detectives from birth, sharpening our skills of perception, learning to use our reason in an adequate way, just to be on the hunt to discover where Christ is and what the meaning of our lives is. I'll just say uh, just one small example, uh, because it's, it's close to the heart and human nature. Just last night I saw this movie people are talking about, The Sound of Freedom. It's about uh, child trafficking uh, for reasons against the Sixth Commandment. Very, very painful uh, movie to watch. But you can say, and the big tagline of the movie is, God's children are not for sale. This is the big tagline, which I think basically anybody can agree with this. God's children are not for sale. But why? Why is it true that God's children are not for sale? Why is it true that it's not right to own or sell or use a human being for anything that is a means to an end rather than simply an end in itself? Why do we feel terrible when we see somebody using us or trying to use us or manipulate us for their own end? Nobody needs to teach us that this is wrong. It's already there right in our hearts. It's in our human nature because God made us this way. In fact, we are, humans are, the only creatures that God has made for itself. Our end, the truth of who we are, is already within us. This is Gaudium et Spes, the Second Vatican Council, says exactly that. Man is the only creature that God has willed for itself. So this we find right there. In this movie, in our lives, we see in this way, the heart doesn't lie. Now here's the interesting thing, that we have our end in ourself, but how do we discover discover the truth of that? And how do we come to fulfillment? Now this is very paradoxical, because people often talk about, well, go into yourself to find who you are. The truth of who we are is in ourself, but can only be discovered and fulfilled in a relationship of love with somebody else. So in the same, the same paragraph of Gaudium et Spes is, man is the only creature who only comes to fulfillment of himself through a sincere gift of himself to another. And this, my friends, becomes the challenge that Christ makes to each of us and that Christ makes through the church to each of us, that we could verify the presence of Christ by giving ourselves in love to another, by taking seriously Christ's proposal of life, that if you give yourself to me, I will give you a hundred times more now plus the gift of eternal life, that unless the grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, if it gives itself in a sincere gift, well then it's brought to fulfillment, it's brought to fruition. And this way, my friends, we have everything that we need in order to be fully ourselves, in order to be fully Christians. 
Let's take seriously the proposal of Christ for ourselves and recognize that he's present here with us this morning as he offers to us his body and blood in the Eucharist.